0: Greetings, Daniel Landry. Uh, I'm sorry for coming on a little late. I was having a little technical difficulties. I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in uh, for this update for my election for District 5 Supervisor here in San Francisco. And I would like to, like everybody, you know. First of all, give my prayers, my thoughts to the families of uh, the victims who's been dealing with this pandemic, as well as the uh, front lines, first responders, city officials, and just everybody who's trying to You know, of course, the hospital, the doctors, the nurses, who's trying to do all they can to make some sense out of this COVID-19 that literally have brought the nation and the world to a complete pause. It's always appropriate to give thanks to Almighty God for being alive and for sparing us just one more day. In this magnificent universe and to be able to wake up and just try one more time to better yourself your family your community as well as our country and world i make uh no distinction between what we're going through and what we've been through in the past it's it's definitely something that we have to uh pay attention to all the signs and we also have to really i think look deeply within ourselves to see how can we really get through a time and period like this where you have so many people suffering so many families that's feeling the anxiety and and so many uh people who feel the uncertainty and and definitely the seniors and the young people who we have to look out for because they are the ones who's at risk um, the most and we always should be mindful that we need each other so again you know I just wanted to open up and I just wanted to send my thoughts and prayers out to the families to the victims to everyone who's on the front line to our city officials to our state officials and our national officials as well as the world that our prayers our thoughts is with you and never think that you're alone in a period like this that we all are going through but I I definitely uh believe with all the cooperation we can get through this time and period so why am i on facebook Um, (laughs) number one some of you may know or may not know for years now as i've worked in the community and did all i can do day and night to bring information and to improve the community that I live in and here in San Francisco sometimes you know you need to just be quiet you need to really allow people and things to take its course it's not always wise to just respond to controversy or to things that's happening around you without taking time out and really getting the facts and not having a knee-jerk reaction there's a lot of things out there that can deter us from our ultimate goal and objectives as individuals and we have to always be on guard for from information propaganda and things that makes it even worse for ourselves because we're not doing Our ultimate best to seek for the truth. So, I'm trying, as hopefully many of you, are show some discipline. And I think is in hour like this, discipline is what really will uh, carry us through a, a unfortunate period that we're in. And a part of that discipline is I'm trying to not respond to everything. That's happening around us again in a knee-jerk reaction your emotions sometimes can make you frown upon your friends and hug your enemies so we have to be very careful on just responding you know I said to uh, someone a few years ago this is during the Barack Obama administration that you never heard me say one Thing publicly about our brother Barack Obama, good or bad, and it was for me to show myself as well as others that during the time where you have people going back and forth and you have controversy among politicians and you have people looking for a reason to throw stones, someone have to go high not low and I didn't want to say anything because I knew that Barack Obama and many others who try to change this society will run into great resistance now you don't hear me you know touting that I'm a Democrat you don't hear me telling that I'm a Republican i more so think of myself As independent, although like many members of my family and community, we grew up in households and we we literally thought it was a rite of passage to be a Democrat, but I've learned over the years it's better to be independent because someone needs to speak to Democrats and Republicans and tell them both to not politicize things like the pandemic that's taking place now when people are dying so as a warning and as an appeal to democrats and republicans please do not use this as a platform to push your political agenda one of the reasons why i'm running for supervisor here in d5 uh in san francisco is because There's a need for an independent voice. We don't need politics. We need someone who can speak to the people, bring them truth and facts without fearing what the media will report tomorrow. I'm not connected to what I call the City Hall machine. That's intentional. I've never wanted to put myself in a position that I can't speak freely and I can't speak directly to the hearts and souls of those who's in need of it most. The poor people in this city have suffered dearly and we can no longer play politics whether we're talking about the health issues of what's happening at this very moment throughout the world with this outbreak or whether we're talking about you know crime petty theft a city that has homelessness uh everywhere you look someone has got to talk and speak to the people's pain so what i want to create is a platform for the people so how do you do that daniel well number one let's get right into this because Again, I haven't been online in a while, but I have a lot of things I want to discuss and it starts with just our city. You know, S- San Francisco, and none of us can deny a city with such a large budget and a city that has been known to be a world-class city. San Francisco takes the lead, literally for California and the United States. Our sister, London Breed, called for shelter in place, March 16. Most people didn't really understand the magnitude in what not only our mayor was facing, but what we're dealing with as a city and a nation if we don't get ahead of things. We have to always remember that San Francisco is that city that people look to for guidance. Whether it's being a, a you know a sanctuary city, whether San Francisco takes the lead on fighting for justice, for people uh, in employment, racial, issues. San Francisco have always been known for the being the city that takes the lead. You know, it's interesting that this year we we was talking, the conversation of reparations has been coming out of city hall and supervisors now as well as our mayor have addressed reparations and how important reparations in this city turning back from the things of the past and correcting the things that happened in the past to black African-American people here in the United States. We all know that the redevelopment agency destroyed the black community. That's a fact. And I think when we really look at what's happening today in America and in this country, we gotta be clear that there's another force out here that's working. People got to understand that your families, our community must start working together. It all starts at home, charity begins at home, and we're seeing a city, although a beautiful city, we're seeing a city that's literally the, 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 I guess the spirit of the city is disappearing people used to joke about, you know, you see more dogs in San Francisco than um, children. Not taking the laughing away from dogs and animals, but it was it's really true that something is wrong when a city is decreasing in family life. And I, I'm born and raised here in San Francisco, and I've been here all my life, and I've witnessed the decline of family. i witnessed the decline of us being one accord and people you know the moms and pops businesses is disappearing and this COVID 19 outbreak will not help that situation so a lot of the things that you know that need to be discussed and need to be addressed need to happen quickly and i would hope and pray that in this time a soul much confusion and so much despair that we all look towards each other look towards our family and we all pause to see if we can take advantage of this time to come together you know uh, one of the things uh, that the COVID-19 have shown me was is that you know I'm not as prepared as I thought I was (laughs) or, you know, uh, before this outbreak. And when I s- say prepared, it- it's interesting because I, uh, in 2007, was the coordinator for the San Francisco uh, Neighborhood Emergency Response Team here in D5 of the Western Edition. And we learned as being a part of that volunteer uh, team that, in a time of an emergency, you know, we have to go door to door, we have to look out for our neighbors and we have to really be uh, on guard because of course we live in a city that's prone for earthquakes. And ever since the uh, Loma Prieta earthquake it's been even a desire of minds to ensure that what happened uh, back in 1989 wouldn't happen again. And what I mean by that, the, the, the Fillmore area back then a lot of the lights and it was so much damage as those who remember of the loma Prieta earthquake 53 people died in in 1989 and this inspired me to understand that i need to equip myself with skills to be able to save lives so i took a class also and got my certification for uh the from the red cross I took also another class to learn that in a time of an emergency, the most basic fundamentals we need to know as good neighbors. So we'll be more of an asset, not a liability to each other in our community. One of the things that um, I learned was, was that, you know, don't panic, just plan. And this outbreak is showing all of us that we need to become more educated and familiar with some of the basic and natural things that we can do as a community, even politics, you know, they say all politics is local. Well, that's true. We're all planning is local. um, Also, you know, um, we have to look upon each other and. I think this is a good opportunity for us to revisit bettering our health, learning how to eat the right foods, learning how to exercise, learning how to utilize uh, whether we're in an apartment, a house, a flat, wherever you're at, what space really doesn't matter. Just do something, you know, the shelter in and in, in place uh will not prevent you from exercising if you take a walk you know for essential needs sake uh take a walk maybe jog uh not to overdo it and not to uh be irresponsible of course because we should uh respect the physical distancing from each other and we should respect the order that's been put in place so we can get through this period but in the meantime you can take advantage of a lot of things maybe that in the past that you for whatever reason was not able to do and one of them again is to look at how can you improve and develop yourself building your immune system Is one of the things that i've been sharing with a lot of my media family as well as my media uh, community within d5 message to the extended community of d5 oh thank you brother alex i see brother alex (laughs) may god bless you i'm seeing this brother and talk to this brother long term pastor alex excuse me (laughs) thank you brother checking in on your little brother And D5, as well as San Francisco, I think, again, we need to be very clear that politics won't solve the issues that we face. It's really going to take the community and the grassroots. And for years now, I've been saying, and I will continue to say that it's upon us to give marching orders to the politicians. So I'm not running for D5 just to get in the city hall and say, hey, I'm your supervisor. Actually, the work uh, is really out here before you even become a supervisor. And this is why I started over 26, 20, almost 27 years now, volunteering and working in the grassroots of not only just D five, but all throughout San Francisco and even all throughout the nation. I've never seen any borders when it comes to trying to help and support of all I've seen is that. I have to continue to keep working and I have to continue to keep doing my part. I see sister sure how you doing sister. Morris Buford, mighty Mo one love to Morris Buford, you know. One of the things I will say, too, and I, I got to start checking in more about our district because we got some wonderful community members out here who's been working for years in our community to improve our situation. And and although some of the things that's 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 been taking place in the Fillmore District of D5, like the Fillmore Heritage Center uh, issue, uh, and even, um, I guess you can say the, uh, well, the Muni substation in the park, which all this was connected, but as you can see, the business part of our district have declined over the years. And it's really sad because this kind of uprooted uh, 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 a place that we could all come, talk, mingle, you know, socialize and this is some of the things that I want to bring back as supervisor. And I want us to be connected within the district. I don't want us to feel like we're an island over here in, in, in the Fillmore District versus the Japantown area versus our adjacent community of Benalamo Square and even the We're all one community. So one of the things that I'm going to suggest on this campaign that we create like a consensus body of DeFi. You know, we need to be able to talk to each other. And this times that that we're facing with the COVID-19 outbreak proves that there's a lot more can be done. I wouldn't say that supervisors in the past, uh, Supervisor Ross Mercurimi, one of our supervisors that I worked with closely, done a lot. And even now with our present current supervisor, Dean Preston, I know, you know, it's not magic. It's not abracadabra. You can just make things happen or pull something out of your hat. It's a lot of work. But I think new ideas, again, independent ideas that's not connected to the city hall machine will put us in a better position as a district. We need to look at creating, you know, select committees that really get people interested in being a part of our political landscape. We need to raise questions on why over the years, you know, it's frustrating for people to get involved and want to share their their thoughts and ideas and, and, and come down to City Hall and they only have one minute. A public comment to speak, just one minute. Sometime two, sometime one. It don't make sense in Los Angeles. As far as I've I've been told, there's five minutes of public comment. That's something that needs to change. And once I become supervisor of this district, I want to have an open door policy. You know, I want people to be able to just come uh, and sit down with their supervisor. And, you know, similar to like our former mayor, Willie Brown, he had an open door policy. Anyone, any constituent, any San Franciscan could come and sit down uh, with our former mayor, Willie Brown. That makes sense. That's a good start to to ensure people that you're involved and you're listening to them and you can really learn from them because let's face it, at the end of the day, who are you working for? The people. Another thing that we need to look at, supervisors need to have some type of satellite office within the district. I think it's wise that every supervisor here in San Francisco all 11 district wise supervisors have some satellite office that people can feel that they can knock on the door during the times beyond nine to five when that supervisor is not at city hall and feel the connection to me that's consensus that's building up a community and this is why this you know candidacy and this whole campaign Again, I would reiterate, it's really a platform for independent voice of the people of D5. Some have asked me why, you know, I'm supporting Bernie Sanders. Some have asked me, you know, well, if you're supporting Bernie Sanders, then that means you are a democratic uh, socialist. Some have asked me, well, if you independent are you an independent Democrat and you know it's, it's interesting that it really wouldn't matter what party that I you know claim if I'm really working for the people you have a party you have the peace party some people call that the party of the people I formerly was a part of the uh Green Party. I supported uh Matt Gonzalez when he became supervisor of District 5 in the year 2000. You know, I think people have to understand that the reason why I take this position of being an independent uh candidate is that I really believe that the politics of yesterday is only going to get worse and take us in the wrong direction. Partisan politics must die. And Democrats and Republicans need someone, somebody at the table That can speak freely, speak honestly, and speak directly to the issue. And understand that the enemy now is not, you know, necessarily even can we get through this period of the COVID 19 outbreak, pandemic, or even a foreign invader. The enemy is really. Can politicians and even the people who support politicians be more loyal to the country than to their party? And, you know, so I don't get into the back and forth, you know, are you with this candidate? Or are you supporting that candidate? Are you with, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton? Or are you with Donald Trump? I think it's more wise to sit back and really address the issues because as long as you focus on the issues and and speak freely and speak from the heart to resolve the issues, then let those who want to continue to go back and forth on pointing fingers continue to go back and forth and point fingers. But that won't help us as a city a state and a nation in the world that will continue to put us in a situation that we're in now where you have democrats and republicans you know i i watch it every day like you we're looking at this thing play out whether it's about you know who's ordering the ventilators how many ventilators do we have how many test kits do we have uh, is it the president fault for responding slowly? Is it the, is it the governor's fault for not having a stockpile of this equipment, the PPE equipment, the N95 mask? I mean, we're talking about this country is pulling itself apart because of partisan politics. And this country needs to be very, very clear with itself as leaders. Why would you try to lead people when you are taking them off course and against each other? Partisan politics is the biggest problem. That's making me sick. So to avoid making this situation worse, I call upon all the politicians and our city officials and those candidates who's running for office let's put aside partisan politics let's look at the issues because the people don't really care about you being so loyal to your party overall the people want to know how will i be able to pay my rent how will i be able to pay my mortgage how will i be able to pay for this automobile The basic essentials and needs, the people deserve an independent voice that will not compromise, that would not play politics, that is very, very, very aware of media spin, that's aware that even the media itself is caught into this spider web of politics, and it's only going to get worse if we don't have people in place to be able to speak freely about the issues so this is more so again a recap of why I'm running for District 5 and I've been involved I will continue to be involved but let me just quickly go into the uh, District 5 itself since I've been speaking for now in 30 minutes on March 24th, I sent our Department of Elections uh, email requesting more information about an update on the uh, candidacy and election here in D5 and throughout San Francisco on what, you know, in terms of, you know, where we at with this, because we have to, as each candidate, no, we have to go out here and we have to uh, build up our campaign towards November the 3rd, which is the election for this year. And I I will say, i, I well, let me just take time out to thank everyone who have given me support, who have went to my website. Go to my website, www.daniellandry2020.com. That's www.daniellandry2020.com, and I want to thank everybody who's who have sent me encouraged words, who have did all the little bitty things that others don't see. That proves over and over again that. This is just the right time. It's the right move. I'm in the right place with the uh, the right plan. And the part of me uh, reaching out to uh, the Department of Elections is to get clarity about you know this upcoming next thirty to sixty days because obviously the campaign must go forward. And I'm ready and I'm willing to continue to move forward the campaign. And I have all of, of the campaign team on standby for us to hit the streets, to knock on doors, to go door to door, to do everything that it takes to make sure that everyone knows that Daniel Landry is serious and wants to be your supervisor here in D5 because it's time for not only just a change, it's time for someone who's totally independent and someone who can carry an independent stick in such a troubling time here in San Francisco and throughout the world. I'm under no uh, uh, illusions that this uh, year is going to be some changes. There'll be a lot of uh, difficult obstacles in the way of running a campaign, of course, if things don't change. However, I am committed and, again, uh, waiting to hear instructions from our Department of Elections as well as the um, the California Department of Elections on what's the next steps and what should us as candidates be doing to uh, contact and communicate what the constituents in our community. So I will continue to keep giving updates uh, within the next week or two. We, we we're looking at forming some type of town hall meeting to address some other issues. Cause I really want to go deeper into some of the issues that's plaguing our communities here in D5 and in San Francisco. And then that will give us a way also to discuss what is really our plan going forward, regardless of this, uh, shelter in place order, uh, which is, uh, scheduled to expire May 3rd, we need to have a plan B and we need to be communicating with each other and we need to be sharing information with each other. And that's from, uh, not only the the campaign issues, but that's from local organizations. Um, the, um, the city as well. And there's a lot of, um, communication going back and forth from the mayor's office of housing as well as uh, the office of workforce economic uh, development so there's a lot of resources and a lot of things out there that people should check into if you having problems with um, your employment or, or filing for unemployment or paying rent again or you know uh, housing issues whatever it may be if you just need to have even talk to a some uh, counselor for mental, uh, health issues. Uh, there's plenty of resources here in San Francisco and, uh, our mayor, mayor London breed kudos to uh mayor London breed as well as her staff and people who are, who's directly responding with these resources to quickly, um, get people back on their feet or sustain them during these troubling times. So, I, I again, I I want to just continue to to remind everyone to stay safe, to um, to look towards each other, you know, look towards family. Certainly, um, again, to pay attention to our health, our well-being of each other. Um, I think you know, again, this is a perfect opportunity. This is a pause. That we can all make within our lives to uh, you know maybe take time out and work on that project that you seem to, to to never really have time for or a business ideal or a business project. Uh take time to clean, you know, our surroundings, you know, within and um take time to um really really bond with each other because as times get worse if we're not connected and we don't be able to relate to each other whenever another disaster or something come down the pipeline that we don't expect, again, we will have a knee jerk or we will have a reaction that won't be the best reaction. So this is again a perfect time to reflect and to look from within and look for the guidance from within. Uh, one of the things too, I just wanted to say that you know we we got to start looking at building a community grassroot emergency response. Well, what did that look like? Oftentimes we look towards, of course, again, our city officials, Uh, to respond to our emergency, uh, emergency issues. But what I've found even uh, in 2007 by joining the San Francisco uh, Neighborhood Emergency Response Team is that it was told to me that we should always tell the community to, you know, the first responders is the community. So each community can take it upon itself block by block or precinct by precinct as we will say to organize itself you know i like the idea that you know back in the days you know you used to have this thing where they had called the community congress where each block or captain of the block was responsible for that block i think we need to get back to that we need to get back to people talking to each other because oftentimes you don't see that 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 connection, that bond, that village that used to really make our communities such a great, great place and connection of family life. And this is unfortunate, and this will uh, not help us in the long run. So when I say, you know, let's just start there, let's start there with building some type of community emergency response team, because We are in San Francisco and we do have to face it's not a matter of if it's just um is when the next big earthquake even happened in this city of San Francisco as we know. So we have to do a better job of uh reading the writings on the wall and that means we have to all understand that we have a responsibility and we have uh, uh, a part, a role to play in this. So one more thing, as we move forward to to uh, the the November election, what I'm holding up here is gathering signatures, right? So you will see me. Gathering signatures as well as my team, the D team. And for those who have, have uh, signed up or volunteer to actually gather signatures in phone banking, just uh, go to my website, again, danielandry2020.com, and you will get updates uh, that, that I will ensure uh, you that would be least weekly. For some of the events that I had to postpone, I hopefully can uh, repost them events after we get a little more clarity after May 3rd. Uh, The fundraising events, which was scheduled for June, July, and even August is still intact, as well as the uh, tours throughout D5 and the door-to-door knocking. So there's two events, though, that was actually postponed uh, for this month, I believe, April, and maybe an event for early May. So, again, go to the website. You can check back with me at the website. That's the best way to get information. I have a calendar there, uh, a monthly calendar at danielandrew 2020com I also have events that I'm posting of, of things related to our district related to the community. We also have a connection to resources dealing with uh, the campaign and voters registration, voters information, voter guide, the list is goes on and on and on. That's the best way to stay in contact with me in terms of, uh, of donations, funding, all and everything can be done with uh, through my website. Um, other part of this is i just like to uh thank everyone for all your support and i thought it would be appropriate to at least respond because i've been getting a lot of email and a lot of phone calls and people are saying well where are you at with this daniel are you you know are you in it not in it we need to see you and i and i appreciate um everyone for being very concerned because you haven't heard from me in a while (laughs) In terms of not just this campaign, you know, again, nothing is new for me to, to be before you. You know, I spent 26, almost 27 years again working in a community to do my part to help change uh, San Francisco. And I can tell you, you know, I would do it again in a heartbeat because someone is listening someone is watching and you might not think all the time because people don't necessarily come up to you and say hey you know something you said or something you have done inspired me but the one thing you can rest assured that when you're doing the works and you're doing it from the heart and you're really really trying to help others and you're doing it and not for self gain but for people gain you never lose, so I feel like I'm undefeated. I'm like, you know, uh, well, I wouldn't say I'm the Michael Jordan of the community, but you know, as close as that may be, I do feel that with all these years of working, you know, day and night, and trying to be that example also, and not just um, talk to talk, but walk the walk. It's been, it's been a, it's been a beautiful journey. And we have to always stay encouraged. You know, we have to always understand that if one door closes, that means another door is opening. And we have to always look deep within ourselves to understand that each and every one of us have something to offer. There's something unique about us. And that's why we all are here in this magnificent universe. Thank you very much for listening and tuning in and don't be shy tune in again believe me there's more to talk about there's more to discuss there's more to unravel Uh, and we have to be very mindful that this is a time that we have to communicate and we have to um, support each other with this um, pandemic outbreak And again, you know, like I said from the beginning, let's not make politics, you know, or put politics, you know, in front of the people's pain because the people can forgive you for making a mistake. The people can forgive you for, you know, maybe not responding quickly enough, but I don't think... People, the people here in San Francisco and even throughout the United States can ever forgive anyone, any politician that put loyalty of their party before the people. Thank you very much. Daniel Landry 2020.com